guys, uh, welcome to another episode of What's Your Deal with Phil Berg, uh, formerly known as What It Happened with, Was with uh, Phil Berg. Uh, yeah, sorry about the confusion. Uh, I decided to change the name of the podcast. Uh, sadly, I chose to do that after I put the podcast out on about two or three platforms. So, yeah, uh, you know, like most people would say, uh, I get things right on the first try. As always, doing things good. But you know what? Uh, You know, I love the name. I know you'll love the new name. I think it's a bit quicker, a bit more fun. And the podcast is just as awesome as it was before, you know? Uh, In this episode, we actually have uh, a a great interview. This is like a... It was an impromptu episode. Uh, It was basically just... Uh, me hanging out, and then we kind of decided to get in my room and fucking, you know, um, record some shit, uh, and then blow each other later, as comedians do. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but this next one is a, is a, is a really great one, uh, as two of my really good friends. Uh, one person is, uh, Jeremy Bloodstein, uh, is our guest, uh, he is my writing partner, he occasionally dabbles in stand-up comedy, but he's more of a writer, he's a, actually a big writer for, uh, College Humor. And uh, he submits a lot of stuff to them. He's a great guy. And we just got our uh, pilot script accepted into the Austin Film Festival. So, needless to say, uh, we're the shits. Uh, sorry. We are awesome. And uh, you know who else is awesome is our other guest, Brian Rabideau, uh, who is honestly uh, one of my childhood friends. And to tell you the truth, I thought I would have gotten rid of him by now. I think he thought he would have gotten rid of me by now, too. Uh, and we kind of talk about that a little bit in the podcast episode about how at this point in our lives, since we've known each other so long and we continue to be in each other's lives, how things are starting to get a little bit unhealthy. Because uh, he's not just my best friend, he is now my roommate, too. Uh, which is pretty much the only reason I put him on the podcast. I knew he would be great in it. I knew he would have a lot of fun in it. But, you know, you just need a little bit of your own space, you know? Uh, but he's awesome, and, uh, you know, Jeremy, uh, talks about, uh, you know, he tells a story about going abroad, uh, to Amsterdam, which is already just initially awesome. You don't even, you don't even need to hear the story, uh, to have that be the shit. Uh, so he tells that great study abroad story, and to match it, uh, we tell a couple, uh, prom weekend, uh, stories, uh, which... Uh, if you don't know, in New Jersey, studying abroad is just going down to Seaside Heights. Uh, <laughs> so we tell our story of uh, being, you know, uh, foreign exchange students down in uh, the Jersey Shore. Uh, it's awesome, so we kind of match that, you know, talk about some old school nostalgia, you know. Nostalgia is always great. Uh, yeah, I think that's the one thing that we can learn from this. Uh, that's... And uh, never fall asleep on the same bed with another man because uh, your friends will be drunk and (laughs) make you two look like you're spooning. (laughs) You'll know what I'm talking about later. Uh, It's a very funny story. You're going to love this episode. Uh, This episode is entitled Prom Weekend, starring Jeremy Bloodstein and Brian Rabideau. Stay tuned, guys. Have a good time. Bye. Sometimes, just sometimes, I have to put my life on hold. 
but it's it's pretty shitty. People talked about it in the first episode. Okay, drop it. All right, the listeners know. Stop taking them on this journey. The listeners. Birdman and Beatles poster that seems so out of place. It looks it looks like a room that used to be intact. And then I get divorced. Yeah, a poet had it together, but then they like throw all the wagon. And here's where we are now. It looks like someone just moved out of this room and just didn't give a fuck what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's what happens when you've been fucking. (laughs) I've been sleeping on that couch for like the last three goddamn weeks, man. It's uh, pretty rough. Just used couch surfing. I think it's just so ingrained in. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's part of it. Like I go into a new apartment and they're like, "Here's your room." I'm like, like, "What to do with the couch? (laughs) How's the couch situation?" I just want to drink forties at night and just pass out. I I usually would. It is. It is true. That is. You don't have to let these motherfuckers into my life that much. You know? God damn it. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, uh, that's the thing. It's weird, like, living with you. Uh, for those of you who don't know, me and Rabbit I actually live with each other. Because uh, I feel like you you see my flaws even more now. <laughs> like, there's no break. You know what's shitty about I can't fool you. Alright, what's shitty about our relationship is we know too much about each other. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We know, like, all the most embarrassing moments. That, like, we're attached at yeah. this Yeah, this Bert and Ernie shit, man, has gone too far. <laughs> well, Phil lived on my couch for God, how long was that? That was like a solid, like, two or three months. Yeah, 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 dude. That was, that was, that a that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Like two, no, it was like two, what, like a, a month, maybe? I think a it was month? like a month, a little yeah, more than a month. Yeah, a little more yeah. yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was a fun time, though. That, that was fun at me, Rab. You that said, like, a long time overall, but still <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was yeah. it. No, that was when I was still working from home. And we'd, like, get up and be, like, working. And Phil would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to this, like, horrible sales job at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I hated that. You sold Cutco knives? No. no. That was, um, the cable was, I was selling, yeah, I was selling Time Warner Cable at the time. Uh, and it was it was a cool job, but not for a depressed comedian stoner. It gave me the option of similar job where you have to like bullshit your way into people's apartments. Yeah. And be like buzz in and be like, I'm the plumber. And they're yeah, like, okay, yeah. nope, not the plumber. I'm here to sell you shit. And and it gave me the option of going to work whenever I wanted. Yeah. Who was like, <laughs> the problem? Like, well, not <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Work, yeah, so dude. I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, it was just like so shitty like that. And then even when I really did try, there would be a couple weeks where I'd go fucking really hard. Yeah. Still wouldn't make shit. It'd be like three hundred yeah, bucks or my, something. Yeah. Like, it's my job now. Like it's really cyclical in my sales. It's like they just know months are gonna suck, and they give you no leeway with that. It's like, oh, this month is gonna be awful because that's not company's buying cycles. But you know what tough shit? We're gonna give you a high goal that you can't achieve yeah, anyways. Yeah, dude, just fuck that. Make you feel awful and work hard yeah. for no reason. That's fucking bullshit, dude. I mean, thank you though for letting me uh, crash your place, man. Yeah, back yeah, then. there was. Although you did see my penis that one time. Right, because I remember <laughs> a lot of people saw your penis. Well, you did do Yeah, that's true. Show. People have seen well, my like, penis. I remember distinctly. Guys, like, Google my penis. It's yeah. actually a big thing on the web like, these days. I'm just going to, like, come out of my room, whatever. I'm like, well, Phil's out there. Like, he must have the presence of mind to know that, like, if he's going to change, he should do it, like, 
Some people might not really know, but black people need to lotion up, so our, our changing takes longer. So basically what happened was I was doing my legs, <laughs> one of my legs was up on the couch. <laughs> so just basically just like spread yeah. spread but eagle. I don't think like Phil can't be Nick. He must know to be like in the back. He must know that He must have social cues. Yeah. Well neither do I. I have the worst type of Asperger's ever. Uh, the kind where you just show your dick and you don't get yeah, it. <laughs> you don't get yeah, it. Yeah, that's on stage. Yeah. It's never a bad time to show your penis. That's true. Hey man. Yeah, yeah we, anytime. We have known each other for a while. We've known each other <laughs> for a while. This is the third fucking grade. Yeah, yeah. it's a while. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit more than a while. Yeah, that's a. We've known Phil since like yeah, we really met at like the the crow's nest when that yeah. was thing when Sean Lynch was doing oh, uh, their shit. That was a long time ago. Actually, yeah, man. Story about that. Well, you, is this a one story? One story per podcast. No, no, no. You can tell as many stories as you want. We try to stick, stay away from the comedy part, but if it's really fucking funny. Yeah. And is this well, the food emporium story? Well, yeah. Okay, I do want to okay. I, I know yeah. part of it, yeah. Sean Lynch uh, had, like, shows that he would run at the Crow's right. Nest, and me and Phil were, like, 19 or 18, and we would do <laughs> them, and we would just get hammered. It was fun because we're at a bar... We're 19. Yeah. Awesome. We're just, yeah, yeah. We don't have any drinks. Yeah, it was fun. The, the bartender gave drunk. a lot of free drinks. He's a nice guy. So many yeah, free drinks, fun, dude. That was a fun uh, and we, but anyway, uh, we did a show, and obviously, like every show that I did when I was 19, it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> it was just awful. Like, complete, like, complete shit show, dude. And, but that was the great part. Of a lot of the early years of yeah. you know just doing. Oh yeah, about that a lot. It's the great thing about our amateur years of stand-up yeah. comedy is you know now we have people that fall asleep in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know. We don't, we don't, we don't, in front of the wide room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't have screaming people. But um, oh, it's like you just have a shitty set, but then you just get absolutely hammered. And yeah, yeah. still in college, you had that college where you had that college. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's really a thing that happened after Crow's Nest that was so insane. Do you want to get into the story? We were drinking after. We were drinking a lot, and I was walking down the street, and for whatever reason, I don't even remember. Yeah, I still want to know why you did that. I was just angry because. I chilled with you that whole week. Yeah. Doing mics and, just and you were stressed out because of your brother and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that and just all the sorts of family drama. But yeah. uh, I also got fucking pushed into Rich James. Uh, that was a different night, though. I think that was the same week, though, that happened. Nah, dude, that was a different, that that was was a different, a different week. week. That was a different week. 
You've gotten very drunk and belligerent <laughs> so many times. It used, to, it used to happen every single time you came over to my house to stay. I knew something bad would happen. But this one, I mean, actually, we're talking about this like uh, on the radio. What do you think the statute of limitations for that is? Because this is kind of a big crime oh, that, that you wild. did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a younger guy, and he raped kids, and he's out of the statute of limitations. That's true, but he is a Christian, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, that man. Well, okay, this is far less worse. Yeah, he's doing God's work, you know? The good Lord said, let there be buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the King Digger version. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go on. Yeah, tell the so, story. So yeah, I was walking, and there's this huge window <laughs> for this food emporium, this grocery store. For the food emporium. Yeah, one the of the biggest, emporium. richest grocery stores in the world. You're talking about statues of limitations. You might as well just say the street. Yeah, <laughs> well, you can't say it. Yeah, no, it's not as in New York. We don't know. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. oh, <laughs> the crow's nest isn't even around anymore, so that like, would make it hard. Yeah. Let's just incriminate ourselves but more. Anyway, anyway, we're putting that a rap you know, really, really album up. soon, so and, uh, it's incriminating. I'm walking ourselves. past this food emporium, and I just start kicking it. <laughs> and Phil's like, well, what are you doing? Starts kicking the store window. Start kicking it. And he's like, Phil's like, stop. Like, really fucking stop right now. And I just kick it, and I think I punch it. And it's it got to be, like, ten feet high. It was a giant storefront window. It yeah, wasn't it was, it was, it was feet wide. It, it's a big plate glass. Window. It wasn't like it was more than ten feet wide, more dude. It was like feet. almost the length of the fucking storefront. <laughs> it was a giant. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was a gigantic yeah. window, yeah. <laughs> and it shattered. It just shattered. And it just shattered completely. <laughs> and it cut my hand, and then the alarm is just ringing. Where? Uh, that's scary. Me He's bleeding Phil. profusely. <laughs> Me and Phil just book it into the subway and we go in and this like Spanish MTA worker, she comes up to the <laughs> she's like, hospital, hospital. <laughs> yeah. You know how those pesky Spanish people are. I was trying to save your life. <laughs> that was my Spanish no, right there. Anyway. So she's like, Yeah, you need to go to the hospital and I'm like, No, we're fine, we're fine. I'm bleeding out like everywhere, blood is just everywhere, and Phil's like, what the fuck is the matter with you? So we were bleeding, I think we get lost in Coney Island, too. Yeah, we both fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, on the subway. <laughs> on the subway, while yeah. he's After bleeding. That, we were bleeding, that's crazy. Bleeding. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I bet like people saw that, they probably thought Rabideau was dead on the subway. Yeah. Like, that's a corpse. I don't want to do anything about it, but that, I'm pretty sure that's a dead person. By then, the blood was like... Dried up and like brown and shit. It was so my gross looking. Aunt, my whole arm was covered. Ah, so gross looking. And we go home, and Phil pours Listerine on, yeah. on my hand All right, that'll... to try to like clean out yeah, the blood or everything. And then he wraps it with <laughs> toilet paper. And, yeah. just like, <laughs> and I just sent him on his way. And I was like, I hope my childhood friend is still alive. And he Very comes here fun. to ruin things next week. Yeah, then yeah. I went home. And then I called my dad, and I'm like, yeah, I think I need to go to the hospital. Oh, <laughs> I also saw my cousin, too, in Newark, at the Newark train station. And he was like, that's fucking awesome. How do you do that? Because he was just skating there. Yeah. <laughs> and he thought it was like, 
just like an insane fight I got in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I did I win told exactly, exactly what happened. And he was like, were you doing that shit in Brooklyn? Like, he... I just went up so many notches in, in his, his book. book that day. <laughs> I was just coming from Brooklyn, I had a scar with blood everywhere. Dude. I was like, yeah, I just fucking broke a window. Yeah. There's a point where, like, windows. you just, like, became the cat in the hat whenever you came over to my house. You just walk in the house, turn it upside down with some <laughs> drunken night, and then you'd leave, and I just kind of had to put things back together. <laughs> Like, I guess that's like, cool. Because I remember seeing, like... <laughs> I told it to my living room now. I remember seeing the window being broken, like, days after that. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that, and then, like... Because like, it was like, a rabbit like, Yeah. What do you mean? It was like, oh, you just punched the window. <laughs> and, like, I really couldn't have much to say, because I don't know if I ever told you this, though, but I've actually been on the subway tracks when I dropped something when I was really drunk mm-hmm. after a night at the crow's nest. It was like, I'm just fucking hammered. And I have, like, my notebook that I keep all my material in, and I drop it, and I'm like, ah, fuck. I know. And it's like, well, you know, contact MTA per... And it's right there. There's no one in the fucking station, and I don't, like, really... Like, who else is, like, the people who, like, sweep up the garbage? I don't want to talk to them. (laughs) Yes. I feel like they have enough shit to deal with. Sweeping up garbage, I'd be like, oh, my notebook fell. Yeah, let me get right on that. Yeah, we'll have to fucking deal with, like, gum and, like, piss and blood. Yeah, dude. That uh, just broke up, dude. No, but it's good. I just, like, yeah. I, just, I just hop in, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is deeper than I thought. But fortunately, there are other people there who, like, I think they just assume that I lost my balance. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm doing that. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I just, notebook. yeah lucky man I mean that happened to me once too like one time I was in a rush and uh, my cell phone fell out of my hands it fell right on the tracks and I was in a rush to get to a mic and you know like you can get out in time dude it was right there and a train had just left exactly yes you know what I mean and this is back at like uh, I think Jamaica Center in Queens and I used to work up there for sales so I knew the kind of like regiments and like how long each train took to come and everything. Yeah. But then, like, uh, I think an attendant lady saw it, and she's like, you got to go up there and talk to somebody. So I talked to some lady at a desk, and she's like, okay, um, you know, uh, I'll give one of the attendants a call. It's probably going to be a half an hour, maybe an hour before you get it. It's sitting right there. Like, yeah, I mean, like, just... I just jumped and got bullshit. it. Yeah. I just, I just couldn't. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's My phone is there. Like, I, I, I can almost reach it. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, another... stuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> But a lot of those stations, though, they have like, um, like stairs. Oh. They have stairs, and that's why they make the platform really? kind of like a like a little cave thing. I don't know, so that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they do it, just in case a train is coming. You can duck under yeah, that duck area, under, you and you'll be like safe. A kind of depression in the middle that you can. That's also something you can do. Yeah. So, you know, hey, think twice when you get yeah, drunk and out on the train the tracks. Yeah, just don't. <laughs> yeah, ride your bike. But, you know, <laughs> we've done it all. <laughs> oh, yeah, one other thing, too, about that story. Um, when I get back, I ask my dad to take me to the hospital. And my dad, just, out of nowhere, was like, let me guess, you either got in a fight or you broke a window. And I was like, yeah, I broke the window. Like, how do you know? And he was like, well, I've been drinking for many, many years. <laughs> I 
Sometimes the window is that a window guy? Sometimes looks at you funny. Yeah. You gotta say fuck you, window. I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard to guess when you cut your yeah. hand. Yeah. I mean, there's a, yeah. a lot of things that can. Happen. Sometimes you gotta put a window in his place. Well, you know? well, most people would ask, you know. These windows like, ain't loyal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These windows ain't such great. But like, while most people would ask, like, what is how it starts? It's um, Kyle MacLachlan, uh, the the mayor of Portlandia is this yeah, guy, yeah. and he's like just walking to work or something, and he's uh, closer to the mic. and he's um, just uh, like in a field, and he sees a human ear. Now, yeah. normally you think, holy shit, there's a fucking human ear on the ground. I gotta call the cops. No, this asshole picks up the ear, puts it in a in a paper bag, and takes it to the police. And they're like, yeah, and like the police officer's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like, because they clearly know each other. It's a small town. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, so, um, how's your family good? Oh, by the way, I found a fucking ear on the ground. It's like, what? Let me see. Oh, yeah, it's a human ear. All right. And that's how the movie starts. <laughs> really? It's so weird and funny. I've never fucking seen that movie before. Isabella Rosalina's just getting naked and like yelling at everyone for half the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Dennis Hopper's like, uh, it, it, we, we'll, have, we'll have to watch it and like talk about that. That'd yeah. be funny. There's a lot of movies that like they shouldn't I've be really that seen because they like really yeah. the, like the door and the floor with Jeff Bridges another like door really artsy floor. movie that's it's really not that good floor it's such a weird movie it's uh, Jeff Bridges um, he has this like prep school high school uh, dude come over to his house as part of like an internship he's like he's a child book writer yeah and he just loves pussy he loves fucking anything hates his wife. Mm-hmm. And then this kid Don't starts fucking his wife, <laughs> and it's hilarious. And there's a fucking hysterical scene where his daughter walks in on this kid fucking his wife. This kid sees the high school student fucking Kim Basinger like doggy style, and the kid's like, "Oh, I don't know." She takes like uh, Wait, a, a lampshade off of a lamp and covers his dick with it. <laughs> and like that's basically the movie is like this kid fucking Kim Basinger. While like the, being while like, the husband while the doesn't husband know, fucks other people, and that's it. It's like yeah. one of those movies without an arc that like it, so it almost feels like you're watching a like an artsy sketch show. Yeah, it's like <laughs> really good movie scenes in it. Uh, I don't know if you see Kim Basinger's tits in that. You see him in one yeah. movie where she's like fucking Alec Baldwin. Yeah, and it's like it's like really guys. Let's get down to brass tacks. What movies have you seen? Let's get like, These are the things that we need to be discussing. How, like, Gay marriage, immigration, who gives a shit? <laughs> where have we seen and Kim Basinger? Part of this movie is like how we like the all this kid starts doing is like stealing this woman's underwear, Kim Basinger's underwear, and like jacks off and put on it, put it on like the high school bed. kid. Yeah, he steals their underwear and like jacks off to her underwear, pretty not like on it, but like when yeah. it's in view, and she's like, oh. I see you're stealing my underwear, and she like gives him more like clothes that he can like jack off to. That's her. so weird. Why? Is, why does that happen in so many movies and like, like weird, TV like, shows? Seduction, uh, like, of, like have a you, younger you, man in like a bizarre way. But like, like, like if that happened to me, and someone was like, "Well, you know, here's more of my underwear," I'd be like, "Can we just fuck? This is yeah. weird." <laughs> like, have you have you seen Mad Men before? Yeah, I've seen much of them. Yeah, or like the beginning couple seasons. There's that fucking weirdo neighbor kid who always wants to bang January Jones. <laughs> and she's, like, so aware of it, and there's this weird sexual tension. But he's, like, 11 or 12 at the time. <laughs> he's, like, an actual child. 
And, like, he wants, like, a clip. I think he even had, like, a lock of her hair somehow. That's creepy as shit. And she knew, and it was, like, supported. She was like, yeah. Like, he just has... I don't... Why are there so many different... I feel like there's multiple yeah, movies like, that are, like... Movies, all your listeners like, are getting a hard on right now. Yeah, right? Hey, no if you guys ever meet January Jones, clip off a piece yeah. of her hair, sniff it, and she will fuck you. Yeah. That's how she got cast on Last Man on Earth, actually. You know? Will Forte was like, <laughs> hey, I have your head. January, I'm going to get down to brass tacks. I want to fuck you. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. yeah, I'll be in your show. Yeah. <laughs> Here's some scissors. Clip this bitch and let's bone. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, we still have some more stories to tell. Yeah. You have anything, right? Yeah, you wanted no, to... so, I was, uh, so Phil was telling me about, the, the, obviously, the, the concept of the podcast is where the misunderstandings where you could be perceived as the asshole is a situation. <laughs> I don't know if they really <laughs> where they're at now. Pretty much in some type of way. It's kind of gone by the... No, no. It's kind of gone by the wayside a little well, bit. whatever. It's been but fun. <laughs> I'm also kind of like thinking about throwing some questions after each person's story. Okay. Like, uh, like, what have you learned? How did those people perceive you after? Right, right. Stuff like that. So, so yeah, yeah, go on with yours. But anyway, so my story um, is... Uh, it, it really was a misunderstanding on weird proportions. It was really awkward... Like, at the time, it's become such, like, a fun story to tell, and everyone, I love to tell, but anyway, so, um, I did a year abroad in England, um, for college. Fancy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, as you say, it's, like, fancy, you learn, it was, like, a nine-month party vacation. Yeah. I love, I want to do it again so bad, because there's, like, it was so, like, because here, like, it's, like, okay, going to school in England, it's, like, you just read a book and, like, write a paper, and that's really it. At one point, one of my lectures was so pointless, I stopped going. <laughs> the dude, like, was, like, all he would do is, like, his name was Professor Clark, I think, and all he did was, like, he'd talk for ten minutes about whatever book we were supposed to have read, and then we just go into conspiracy theories and like <laughs> whine about his wife who left him for his brother and like, oh jeez that's all what oh totally stuff like that big time conspiracy well, don't theory. skip over that what are the details about well, his wife leaving like, him for his brother a while, he just gets that's a story <laughs> he said this is a dude who like you uh, like get into like really like oh I wish I wrote a novel but now I'm too old I'm like God you're just lazy and weird I think that's your problem dude you're fucking lazy and weird but anyways. Um, so I went with a group of people from my college, uh, which is really cool, we're a really tight-knit group, and one time a bunch of us uh, decided, you know, let's go to Amsterdam, we're not that far away, uh, flights are pretty cheap there, or you can, like, take a ferry, or what, anyways, um, so we planned on that, it was uh, a bunch of dudes, a bunch of their girlfriends, it was like a, I'd say a group of about, like, ten people in total, we found, mm. like, a cheap hostel that could keep us in one big room. Yeah, you're like, let's get blazed, Yeah, it's going to be fun, we're going to go, we're going to look at prostitutes, <laughs> we're going to smoke weed, See the Deuce Bigelow European Gigolo Museum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that movie. Oh, really? I'm too old to actually... I'm too old to like that movie and think it should be on TV, but I, I actually do. Ridiculous. Where Eddie Griffin talks about eating the last shard. Yeah, it's so good. Is that? No, that's the first one. You're thinking Deuce no. Bigelow, male gigolo. No, that's the second one. That's an European gigolo? Yeah, he gets arrested and he's in prison, and then he talks about... He ate glass shards, and that's why his ass. Oh yeah! Oh, I'm glass. That is so hysterical. Just so he doesn't get butt raped. Ow! 
<laughs> and I was just gonna even more. No, I do remember. I do remember exactly what you brought it up. Yeah. Was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Griffin did that. And that fucking houseboat they had that was always flooded. Like, it had one of the really the good scenes where like he just like has the two ugly women and they're gonna go into plastic surgery for like because one woman has a penis for a nose. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> that, that's 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 a really thought out writing, but like then she comes out and she looks the same except she has breast implants. <laughs> that's a good I just love that one thing where they had the Gigolo Awards and then the montage of all the gigolos that they had lost over the year, <laughs> and it was just hilarious. So it's just a bunch of different comedians like yeah. Sandler and like half the oh. people are, that are in Sandler movies oh, okay. just doing like a smile or like. <laughs> I think Adam Sandler is in it. He did like the whole like finger through like the whole thing. Like, oh. it was just like but, stupid. Um, Norm Macdonald was in it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. No, he's in the first one too. He's the bartender. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's and, the, and even at the end, they just said when they were doing like what happens to everyone. They just like Norm Macdonald was gonna leave this movie for one day, and that's what happened to him. <laughs> but um, so with this thing, so as I was saying before. Before we got into like a really great yeah. movie, <laughs> we de- deconstructed one of the greatest movies in yeah. all of American cinema. Um, this girl <laughs> that um, was in our group, you know, none of us knew her that well, uh, but she was nice enough. She was a little, uh, I mean, maybe a little weird, but she's like, "Hey, can I come to Amsterdam with you guys?" And we're like, "Why the fuck not? You seem cool enough." And like, also part of it was. Um, she had gone to Iceland with three other girls in a group, and the three other girls, like, ditched her, and mm. it just seemed really uncool and mm. felt bad for her. I'm like, all right, Question. Yeah, of course you can come to Amsterdam. Was she ugly? Kind of. Do you yeah, think that is ugly. why she got ditched? Then, uh, even the girls that ditched her were kind of ugly, too. Because I don't know about you, but when I go traveling abroad, my rule is no uggos. No, 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 Ladies, if you're listening, I'm a good guy. <laughs> no, but no, it was, and she's like saying like one thing she did say that was that like oh, well I'm not gonna be smoking weed. Fine, a lot of dudes are bringing their girlfriends who weren't smoking weed, but knew that we were gonna be smoking weed. Yeah. So we get there the first day, and we actually have another friend who'd been doing study abroad in Amsterdam, which must have been like a fucking blur. I yeah, think, no, like, if that were me, I would like them live like months of my life. Like, I just don't. Remember. Like, can't you buy like all sorts of shit, like coke and shit there too? Yeah, and... so I was telling like basically they have a, a pretty. <laughs> shit would be great. Well, I mean, like really, what it is like you go because we went there and he immediately said like let's go check out the red light district and they're like you know prostitutes in the windows. Some yeah. of them are kind of gross looking. A lot of them look really good. Do you want to ease in, dude, before you check out the red light district? <laughs> you like you know, is there like you a nice Take things in step by step. We like got off the train and this guy's like, oh, let's go through the wet. And it's like, it's kind of weird going through there because, like, they'll have like these alleyways that, like, are almost like you're in a building, but you're not. It's like yeah. still like a place you can walk. It's almost like a shortcut, and they'll have more windows of prostitutes. I mean, that must have been weird for the girls in the group, but, like, I'm really thinking, like, wow. When they're on display like this, it doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, hang a whore when they're, like... Well, I guess because it's not as... 
grotesque as like uh, I don't know, just like a woman being on like a corner, yeah, with fucking missing teeth and, he and has shit. It's regulated. Yeah, it's regulated. I mean, I'm sure some of them are still honestly like sex slaves yeah, or, or women that have been man- manipulated into doing it. Yeah. So that's still an awful part of it. But, but when you see there's... them in the window, you are not really thinking about that. Okay? Yeah. It's not cool. Rather than it's... seeing them on the corner and yeah. there's some dude standing right next to her yeah. like, yeah, you pay this bitch $60, I yeah. swear to God, she'll do anything. Yeah, you know? and it's like, so, that, so he's right there. And, <laughs> like, so he, and then we're like... My nigga, anything. <laughs> she comes to a warm kitty something. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing we do is like we... we Set down our bags, and he's like, "Let's go to a red light, a um, coffee shop in the red light district. It's the old church, and I think it's still there. It's near the um, the the old church in Amsterdam. Anyway, so we go there, and we're smoking weed, and she's like, this girl who came with us, um, who like, you know, we didn't really know. She just kept like, it was. This is in December. Keep in mind. So she keeps uh, her glove over her mouth the whole time. Everyone's like looking at us. We're having a great time smoking weed yeah. and like ordered some brownies for other people. And she's just like totally. sitting there with her fucking like glove over her mouth because she doesn't like the smoke. They're like, do you want to wait outside? She's like, no, I'm good. I'm just gonna sit here with my glove. Oh, and she's like getting like angry. Oh. That's her smoking oh. weed. Oh. Now I know and then like she started like bitching at us like, you know, it's not really good for you. Oh. Like, you know, your lungs are like. Who brought vacation Bible school to the party? It was so <laughs> unbelievable. Like, what? Okay, so then it get, then it like comes to a boiling point when um, so this guy who had been living in Amsterdam, we um, some of the people in my group knew him. He's like, look, come to my place, we'll smoke and bullshit one night because you know I'm gonna have you as my guest yeah. <laughs> and of course it's great so you lived um, kind of outside the center of Amsterdam it was a little bit of a walk but we get there and I had a bunch of like really good black hash that nice. I put like in my pipe and we're all just sitting around smoking this girl is like clearly uncomfortable <laughs> one of my friends had eaten a bunch of mushrooms which were legal at the time. I'm not sure it's still legal at, um, in Amsterdam now but like so I put like so I, I take a big hit of hash, blow it directly in front of me, and this girl is sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And she just flips out and goes, Jeremy, you blew that right in my face. And I'm like, I, I didn't know how to respond. I'm like, well, no, I, I really didn't because you're like laughing. Next to me. And I and it was like, if I did that, and she just storms out of the room and goes out of the balcony in this place. And it's December, and it's freezing out, and she just stands out there for like an hour. And at one point, we're like, hey, we stopped smoking, you can come back in. She's like, no, I'm fine. And like, so <laughs> angry, we're like, this is so awkward. It was yeah, see everyone's buzz. And it was so, like, odd. We're like, okay. And everyone's like, what's with her? Even the guys who live with this, uh, the, the dude whose place it was. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is with her? She's like... Weird, like, I don't know what to tell you. So at one point, then she just storms out off the balcony and through the living room and just goes downstairs and we're like... Just to make a show. I don't know. I mean, I guess. And we're like, all right. She must have gone back to the hotel. We all had cards, so when, like, if we got separated and needed cab, we'd be like, hey, take us here. And we're like, assume, like, all right, well, that's kind of a relief. She'll be, like, asleep when we get back. Then we can do her own shit, whatever. Great. And then people started coming into this apartment building, and we're like, 
hey, who the fuck is that girl downstairs? Uh. And I was like, what? She's still there. So, like, it's weird on so many levels now that she's, like, waiting for us. And these poor people are, like, coming to their apartment building, and there's just some random annoying chick down there just, like, <laughs> eyeballing people. So now it's, like, 3 in the morning, we're finally ready to leave, because we're, like, you know, she can be pissed if she wants. We're not going like, yeah. to, leave earlier. You're not going to let this go. She's clearly what she wanted. And we uh, go, and we all have the munchies at 3 a.m. we got to eat something. So we stop at a fry stand, which are all over the place in Amsterdam. And the guy has to, like, fry up a new batch for me. And she just loses it and just comes up and goes, Jeremy, what the fuck is taking so long? Like right through her teeth, not opening her yeah. mouth, oh, and like Jesus. really in my face. And I'm totally blown away on hash. And I'm like, and I basically said, I can't make the guy go any faster. Yeah. That's literally what I said. And that was not the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> At any point, did you say like, listen, you wanted to come Yeah, to dude, like, I, I like, know, I get on and be like, if I were more sober, I probably would have thought to yeah. say that, but I was, like, too mellow and didn't want to do it. Yeah, I, I guess because you're on, like, weed, and, like, yeah, you don't really know this girl, so you wanted to be nice anyway. Yeah, and, uh, I, I wouldn't. I but, yeah, good. eventually I would have just been like, dude, you got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so he's, uh, it gets worse, because, like, she's just, like, yelling at me. And then she just says something to the effect of, like, why do you have to eat at 3 in the morning? And I, I just turned my back on her and, like, went to talk. Yeah, so, like, I, I I'm stoned as shit. I'm in the wind capital my, of the world. Of course was, I'm going to eat at 3 in the and morning. And then yeah. my friend who, would be, who was peeking on his shrooms, he does this, the most awkward thing ever. He just covers his mouth and starts pointing and laughing at him. He just goes, <laughs> he's like, oh my god, he's like, he like can't he's just tripping balls, cracking he's up. just like cracking up at her. Dude, that's the best thing for her though. And it was so awful. Yeah. It was the funniest thing. That's hysterical. Thing that's how you should have treated her. I should have been like cracking up and like pointing and laughing at her. But my friend who was like in another dimension was yeah. never picked up on that. Oh, and man. then it was just so awkward, but my god, it's so funny. That's fucking that. crazy, man. Did you like talk to that girl after? Did you? Did she go to your school? Or? Yeah, no, I mean, she was part of, like, the group that went, the, I mean, we were a tight-knit group, and, like, we would, we had classes specifically for us together. So yeah. We just hang out with her for, like, the rest of the year. Uh, but we were like, wow, this chick is not fucking cool Yeah, at she's all. not fun, she's not, wow. I mean, like, I mean, but you're right, I mean, I don't understand what she really thought. If we were gonna go somewhere to not be high, yeah, uh, it's not gonna be Amsterdam. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It's just like, dude. Also, like, like, what do you, what do you think you learned from oh, this, learned. like, human interaction wise, to be uh, more just like be fucking cool and like tolerant with other people. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, yeah. I guess, like, really figure out what people's attitudes towards weed are beforehand. Because some people, I guess, are just not cool with that. I mean, maybe more so now it feels like, how can you be uncool with weed in this day and age? Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, some people really think it's like doing coke or, like... Yeah, some people are weird like that, man. It's like, yeah. But it's also, like... And then you, you pull out coke and they have a heart attack. <laughs> They're like, I didn't know you were hanging out with Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. Every Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Shout out, Boston. You got a sponsor now. Keep my table open for me. <laughs> no. 
that if I I mean just from hearing that story, it just makes me want to be more assertive. Because I feel yeah. like if you guys, just one of you guys, were just like, "Fuck you, you fucking bitch," then yeah. like at least something would have came. I don't know. I feel bad. So awkward. I feel like I would have done that. And I I see your sympathy too because you yeah. got ditched That's by that group. So it's I like bad for her. And, I don't know. It, it it made a good story. Mm. And like she kind of like and after that, I mean, we were there for another like three days, and we did like. Smoke weed and just didn't give a shit what she thought, but like yeah. she was cooler after that. She's like, "Oh, me being like a lunatic about people getting high it's is crazy. insane." In yeah, Amsterdam. she started to realize that where she was. Yeah, and so I mean, overall, I don't think she had a great time, but tough shit. I don't yeah. hate when people just leech on though, too. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's just like, it, and it's even worse when they're just not into anything that you're into too. Well, you do, do you remember this prom awkward. weekend, Charlie? I do remember Charlie. <laughs> so we had a room, kind of the same situation as you. Yeah. We had a room. We went to Seaside, New Jersey, which is now like the devil's asshole yeah. of New Jersey. It's known as where that oh, awful terrible. TV show where is. The, and yeah. it's just a seedy, shitty place. That's where it always was the devil's asshole. Oh, yeah, that's like fair. That's it's fair. fair. That can happen. <laughs> that's not an accurate representation of yeah. the Jersey Shore in general. Yeah. There are a lot of fancy, really oh, nice right. parts of the Jersey Shore. Oh yeah. We just took the shittiest part where yeah. trashy Staten Island people come from. Right. Which Staten Island basically is New Jersey. Can I yeah. say that? Okay. Staten Island, yeah. I know some people from Staten Island would be very offended, but so I they can go fuck Staten Island is basically if you took every Staten Island is twenty minutes from where we grew up. It's, you know it's so yeah. close to where we live. It's closer to we're closer to Staten Island than Manhattan. Yeah. And if you took every shitty new st- stereotype of people yeah. in New Jersey and put it in one spot, that's Staten yeah. Island. Basically. Staten Island and Long Island are just New Jersey. Yeah. I don't know why people don't realize that. But uh, we went to this prom weekend. We had a hotel, a motel, just a really seedy motel that we had. Yeah. And we had all our friends. It was great. We had beer. We had weed. And this one kid was like, hey, can I get a ride with you? I have a room there with someone, and I just need a ride. Which should have been a red flag right there, because if you were rooming with someone, why would you get a room? Yeah, with them. Like, why wouldn't you just ride down with them? Yeah. Yeah, because that's very odd, yeah. Why don't you just make the friends that you have and, like, ride down with them? Yeah. (laughs) Instead of riding with us. So it was super awkward. We never talked to this kid. He talks to Charlie a little bit. You can give Charlie a little bit more credit. Give him no credit. <laughs> we were like, no no credit. I wasn't super close to him. I didn't even talk to him very much, but I knew him well enough to be like, yeah, give Charlie a ride. No, he was weird. But <laughs> he was weird. No, sure. Hey, but, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll see about later. So we go, and he's just kind of like just hanging in a room the whole time. Same kind of deal. He's yeah. just drinking our drinks. He's just like... And he had... Eventually, we're just like, dude, where where is your room? Yeah. Because yeah. we're at the destination. He said he had a room. Yeah. He said he had a room, but he's yeah. just hanging out in our room and just drinking everything and acting like it's his room. And we're all kind of weirded out by it. But I don't give a fuck. I'm just going as wild as possible. 
it got to the point where like we were doing shots of tequila and yeah. I spilled some tequila on a table and I took a straw and I just started slurping up the tequila yeah. <laughs> okay. the straw. Okay. So oh, God. That was good. Crazy. I'm just walking around Such like, a fun time. pool. I like just crashed a bunch of other parties. I puked in my friend's bathroom. Everywhere too, like on the walls, on the toilet. <laughs> I come back and then I pass out in the bed. Now this fucking kid, Charlie, right? He passes out right next to me. Oh yeah, and my right friend, our me. friend Jason, saw the perfect comedic opportunity oh, no. to wrap Charlie's arm around right yeah. <laughs> and make them spoon together. Position, uh, and dude, there's like there's a good like twenty people in our room. Just all watching you guys cuddle. This is hilarious. We were all just high and like laughing and drinking and just like it was the type of situation. It was like it was a lot, and it was the type of situation where it's like we were all just high as fuck and we're all just drinking. And it's like one of those things where if it would have been like one or two people, it would have looked so creepy. Just us staring at people. I'm proud of people. I was, <laughs> it was just a crap. That's okay. Just watching so, you snuggle. It was, was hilarious. So, so, and they took pictures too. So, so funny. I was so mad. Yeah. But now Charlie I Charlie got all up in that butt. Charlie <laughs> got all up in that butt, boy. I was so, so mad. I was like mad at my friends. Not only was I mad at my friends for laughing at me and making a picture, because <laughs> there was yeah. a picture of this kid like just like just snuzzling the yeah. shit out of Avino. <laughs> it was so good. Hey, you guys shared this tender moment. And don't fight I was also up. just mad at this kid because it's like you know what? If you were fucking here, if you were fucking here, I would have been lonely. Don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. No. You know what? If no. you would have been here in the first place, I would have been so cold. <laughs> I was like, I felt real. I felt the moment. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, man. But he left. And eventually I was like, Charlie, you just got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right oh, now. Man. Like, it was the next day. Dude, you were so pissed at Jason <laughs> for so doing that. <laughs> I was extremely pissed at Jason. It was so hysterical. <laughs> Jason, Jason always him. fucked up at every party. He'd knock something over or break <laughs> something. But that was the one time that at this party where people were like, you did good, Jason. <laughs> that was just like babe moment. <laughs> like, that'll do, that'll do Jason. <laughs> that'll do, pig. How to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you yeah, have that time where it's like getting drunk in a hotel is just, <laughs> that's as good as it gets. I remember yeah. talking, getting drunk in a hotel is only cool if you're in your like late teens to yeah. very early twenties. Oh, there you go. Then it's just sad. Motel, too. Yeah. Motel. If, yeah, if you're just like, hey, let's go. Oh, yeah. We gotta tell that story about, uh, Fucking when you were when we were Brandon and all them and the cops busted. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! See, it was a terrible, terrible prom weekend. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. That weekend was awful. It was, awful. It was just awful, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm apparently the police just come in. What? Like out of nowhere. That's horrifying. Yeah, and I was just got this shirt on the boardwalk. With this skull <laughs> that's just smoking a huge blunt. Nice. And it's just smoke coming up everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And I'm uh, 
It was like a High Times like t-shirt. It was a High Times t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, some like It t-shirt. said High Times on it. Yeah. Eventually, my mom found it and threw it out. What? She couldn't, she couldn't stand it. She did that with all my shirts. <laughs> all my great shirts that I bought. Yeah, all your home. great weed shirts. Yeah, she just tore and threw out. Well, I had another shirt that said, ask your girl what my dick tastes like. <laughs> and my mom was like, you can't be out in public and wear this kind of shirt. I think I have like no, hey, I just want this dude to ask his girl what my dick tastes like. There's nothing wrong with that. Give me a report. But anyway, she doesn't have to have a real answer. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Just a ballpark, you know, description. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, the cops, yeah. But anyway, so like, we're smoking weed, we're having a good time. And like the cops come in and they bust it and they're just like, you know, we try to run out the back window of the motel and the cops are right there like, not, not going to happen. Me and my friend Kenny, we're like, shit. <laughs> so we go in and they find weed and everything and they're like, okay, so let's see. It could be this kid, this kid. Or the kid wearing the fucking high time shirt <laughs> right now. Maybe it's him. And I was like, I have no idea what any of this is. And then like, the one time the cops have picked the one white guy over yeah, all the black people. It was a sad day for you, but a great day for the civil rights movement. Let me tell you that. Progress was made. Progress. Steps were taken. Those are the police officers that no, need no, to no, train no. these other police officers yeah. that have been killing young yeah, white no, men. Yeah, no, it ended up happening. I mean, like, well, then what happened was he was writing tickets, oh. and my friend, uh, this kid Brandon Boyden, just lied to the cops for whatever reason. He was like, "When were you born?" And he was like, "90." And he was like, "All right, so blah blah blah." And he was like, "Ask him again." And he was like, oh, I was born in 91. He's like, didn't you say you were just born in 90? And I was like, yeah, no, you were right the first time. <laughs> you were right the first time. You were born in 90. Oh, he was trying to be a minor. He was trying, he oh, was trying to be a minor, yeah. So that they just throw it away yeah, and not give an actual citation. And he was like, oh, no, you were right the first time. <laughs> no, you had it right. Yeah. He's like, I this man is clearly lying to you. And his girlfriend just freaked the fuck out. She's like, can he leave right now? Can he leave? Like, get him the fuck out of here right now. She's just spazzing on me. Uh, like, yeah, he did say 90, right? We have a witness. Well, I have to help I have to help you out. What's the problem here? And that's also the day they regretted arresting the first white guy <laughs> for all the black people. They're like, he was actually trying to help us. <laughs> This one time he wasn't acting like an asshole, and we yeah. let him get away. So he really I, got, I got a ticket or whatever. I forget what else. I got him. I got him a, I got a few other tickets for something else. I got a few tickets that weekend. That sucks. It was an awful weekend. It was a fun weekend, but awful weekend. <laughs> I actually had one one story from uh from that day too. Uh, it was back when uh. Like Garrity, he had a party. Our, our friend Brian Garrity, high school friend, yeah. uh, he had like a party in his room, and he bought one of those like glass boots. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You can drink beer out of like a giant one, right? And uh, I remember he look. There was a shit ton of people in there, man. And he like loaded up the fucking boot for me. I killed it. I chugged the whole yeah. thing. You know, I was hammered, and I put it down, and it fucking fell off. Oh, and no. it Shattered all no. over the ground. But he didn't see that. He only heard it. 
and he was hammered. So he turns around, and he's like, who the fuck broke my boot? Who the fuck broke his boot? And he looked at me, and honestly, I think I just pointed at Charlie. <laughs> I really don't remember who I blamed it on, but I know for a fact they screamed at that person, and that person got kicked out of the party. Yeah. <laughs> and that person saw me break the boot. Yeah. I might have played the black card. I don't even yeah. know. I might have been like, "What the fuck?" Well, okay. story uh, on in the subject of the glass boot. I remember. Um, well, this wasn't that long ago. My office uh, used to take us out on more hot, happy hours than they used to. It used to be more fun, uh, mainly because we had this dude named Carl uh, at our office who, um, I, he was such a weird dude. I really miss him at the office because, like, he was a heavy drinker, and, like, he was so weird. He had, like, a weird obsession with cats. Yeah. Like, so, one time, like, he had, like, a lot of pictures of cats on his desk. I don't know why. Any man, know, any like, man that's, like, too into cats is fucking... I mean, like, it's cool to have, like, a favorite like, animal uh, on guy's some level. wearing like, somebody's you know, I like, skin I like sea turtles. They're, I don't have pictures of them, but, you know, they're, like, the mellow snowers yeah. of the ocean. And if you like cats, you have, like, one hang-in-there poster. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Exactly. That's What's your favorite animal? I like cats. And then you say, wait, what do they hang? Yeah, I like cats. All right, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. Anyways, but like, the weirdest thing about Carl was he had, um, uh, his ringtone was Maria Sharapova grunting. <laughs> I don't know where he got it, but it was funny. <laughs> and like, people would just call him. See, really is, that, is that from when she's playing tennis or from when she's coming? Kind of both. Right? <laughs> I don't even call the difference. Because this guy, the way you're like describing him, oh, he seems so just creepy, creepy enough <laughs> to like track where she was staying in New York City. <laughs> And bring a tape yeah, recorder. He's, he's like, like oh my god, it's giving the best room tune ever. But I remember he's like watching like, her on the date. He's I like, this is a good date. That kid's gonna make her come. She's like, <laughs> I we we went to the we had a happy hour with like the sales team and my team, and we had like a good month. And I think I suggested because it was October. Like, let's go to this like beer hall. Um, it's kind of in Midtown. I think it's kind of like a Reichenbach beer hall. It's a fun place. But I was, like, about ready to go, and I already drank one of those, like, giant fucking liters of beer, and I'm like, well, I don't want to leave quite yet, so I ordered, like, the smallest beer, and I'm already fucking hammered off a liter of beer. Yeah. And it's, like, heavy-ass jerky. It's a lot, beer. yeah. And then, so I placed the order with the barmaid, and I just see Carl look at me, and I'm like, what? You want this boss level of beer? Like, you know, this, like, look, like, of incredulity of that, I'm like, oh, see, and then, then, like, he whispers something to the barmaid, and I, I'm like, what did he say to you? He's like, nothing, and of course a fucking two-liter boot comes out, and I now have to drink, and I'm really <laughs> hammered, and I got so fucking, like, I don't what remember, I really don't remember going home, but I do remember being drunk, and just, like, almost screaming at Carl, I was like, Carl, you did this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I distinctly remember. Like a man who's been poisoned. Yeah. Carl, you, you fuck. That's <laughs> you, Carl. <laughs> and, I was, and I distinctly remember, like, I was about to go off, but, like, one of my coworkers, like, pushed me out. I think I called him an uncreative waste of space. <laughs> and I'm like, Carl, you uncreative waste of space. Uh, and I was like, okay, you gotta get Yeah, that's how you chip away at a man's psyche. <laughs> <laughs>
bring him home crying to his wife. Jeremy was so mean to me. I had to like go into work the next day. We had a meeting, and it was like one of those great times where you're shaking so bad from alcohol withdrawal. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm normal. I just drank three liters of beer. That's so bad. That's so serious. Yeah, I don't know. Offices are weird. You always have like two or three people who are like just fucking like kind of crazy partiers with too many stories. And in my office, I am one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'd really have you be the fun guy than the fucking weird guy. At least the cat guy likes to get drunk. He was you don't want to you don't want to sober oh, he, the guy. best was my first year there uh, with the Christmas party. <laughs> I'm sober cat guy. He's drunk and he like has for happy hours and he'll put it on the company sometimes. So, yeah, nice. great. But I do remember the first year I was there when we had the Christmas party. He had to actually be carried out by two bouncers. He got too He literally could not stand. And I remember I wish I had the picture. One of my friends may still have it. He's like being carried like Jesus on the cross. Yeah. He's under each arm. He can't keep his head up. <laughs> I think they and you're looking there like an angry... And I'm like, oh my God, and like a bouncer yelled at me, don't take a picture. I'm like, well, yeah. it's funny. That's funny. And, then, like, uh, and I really thought like, he was going to get in trouble. Like, nothing <laughs> happened after that. They're like, oh, whatever. It's just Carter. He's never well, getting drunk. From the stories you told me, I mean, even the one where you went to that Electric Daisy yeah. thing with the that other crazy insane. guy at work. Yeah, he's I thought this guy, because you told me that story before, I thought this guy no, was the same person. No, a different person. guy. Yeah, no, we got, we got too, I know too many crazy. I'm like, crazy people are drawn to me. Yeah, I have the guys. same thing. I, I think I'm around. too nice, yeah. They know, like, okay, they know that I like to drink and, like, smoke weed to begin with. And they know oh, I tolerate them to a point. Yeah, I'm never going to be like, oh, you, you puke up blood. I'm not, I don't really give a shit. Okay, cool. Mm. He's sneezing up blood. Cool, man. Uh, all right, I'm just going to, like, be all right with that. That's fucking crazy. But, yeah, so, like, uh... I guess, what, what did you learn from drinking that three liters oh, of gosh, beer? don't do it. Like, yeah. I mean, like, that was the thing. I could have said, like, don't get me the three liter, the two liter boot. But I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and and told the waitress, if, if Carl ordered a three liter, a two liter boot for me, don't listen to Carl because you can be held accountable if I do something awful. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I could have, like, pissed or something on the floor there. You could have puked all over the place. And it would have not been my fault. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I mean, oh, it's crazy. Kind of wood, but I can... That's very... Uh, that is a phenomenal quote. I wish I was the one that came up with it. Yeah, dude. I mean, so, yeah, any any other last words or anything? Anything else you want to say to the kids? The, the kids, listeners? Anything. Um... Have fun. Or there's yeah. a great Hunter Thompson quote. I don't condone doing drugs or drinking or acting irresponsibly, but it's always worked for me. Am I butchering that quote, Jeremy? No, I, I, no, it's something like, I don't condone drugs, violence, alcohol, or insanity, but but they've always worked for me. Yeah. Nice. They always work That's for me. Great Dr. Quote. Gonzo, he, he knew his shit, and, you know. So, yeah, I guess one thing... Fun, have fun as much as possible, I guess. Always always write everything down. Yeah, especially yeah. when you're drunk. Yeah. You well, that's Brian Rabideau, and that's one to grow on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, <just, laughs> it's going to be your sign-off sign line oh, for you. God. All right, guys. 
Well, it was great having you for the podcast. Uh, you know, I think uh, the people who whoever's listening to it, whoever's kind enough to listen to it, uh, is gonna love this and shit, and uh, they'll love the intro I come up with. Uh, probably by tomorrow or some shit. So we'll see. Well, uh, yeah, but this is fun, man, having you guys in here. Right? I'd love to do it again. All right, word, yeah. I mean, you are like a door away, so. (laughs) I have a a heavy schedule, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all have a lot of things going on, you know. That Comedy Central special I'm putting together, you know, it takes up a lot of time. We're my fucking late night, late night thing. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Peace. My life is music, when I hit that mic I gain control Speaking purely through my soul, when my mind's in overload For so long I was cold, I mean my heart was froze Trembling emotions, how the fuck was I supposed to grow? But how the fuck were they supposed to know that my ambitions had me dissing Those creating distance from me and my goals I was so bitter, feeling like I was the run of the litter But now I deliver like Domino's dinner Go call me whatever, but can't call me quitter I'm stuck in my work, they don't wanna be eating But then they dessert, wasn't here in the kitchen I eating the dishes, why they here for dessert? They trying to wipe the game, but all they ever do is flirt I give my heart, I give my soul, I swear I really put in work Now they look up to me, we see from the same height On the same earth, walk the same ground through the same dirt Live the same love and the same hurt, cause I'm still woke but my dreams keep teasing me They ask when I'm gonna blow up But that ain't up to me Sometimes, man, sometimes It gets hard trying to reach my goal Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I pretend like I'm real close Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to put my life on hold Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I can't dream because Woke, screaming what the hell I gotta do Where the hell I gotta take it Just to get it through to you Switching states, constant moves I even been switching crews That's the way it happened But it's not what I wanted to do Remember talking about the top Talking how we make it Earthquaking when we hit the ground Till the day we make it Kept it concentrated While they watered down That's why they hate it Till I make it Learn to simulate it Neo in the matrix Struggle rapping not by choice But where I'm at I should rejoice Rolling through the city with the crew Screaming we them boys We up next like we with college Called it feeling we the best Girls want me signing theirs By getting weighed up off my chest Cause God and I may disagree But these days I've been feeling blessed Pretty crazy how this life is mine Still woke but I'll get my shine Poor broke you know I still grind Maybe one day I'll wake up find I was dreaming the whole time Sometimes, man, sometimes It gets hard trying to reach my goal Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I pretend like I'm real close Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to put my life on hold Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I can't dream because I'm still I'm still alive.